Memphis, Tennessee, it's Memphis Board Live. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. Happy New Year. We are live from a high atop Mount Moriah. Down the hall from non-stop hip-hop here at Flynn Broadcasting. Welcome to MSL. I'm your host, Kevin Sreer, joined alongside, as always, Mr. Sweet T, Marcus Hunter, who will be known in 2014, dropping the Mr. Sweet T nickname. I need, before Marcus speaks, to get some approval from the other side of the glass on this new nickname. I think he needs to be Mr. Selfie, right? He's Mr. Mr. Selfie? Yeah, he takes selfies all the time, right? All right, you got to talk to me, by the way, because I have a question for you. I just found out that selfies are bad. I don't take many pictures, and I don't do all they're the They're bad. Whole... I don't think they're bad, necessarily. No, was... no, 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 no. I, this it was is... the word of the year in 2013. The selfie is the word of the year? In 2013, according to the Oxford Dictionary, yeah, because it went up 17,000% in the amount of times it's being used. No kidding? During last year, 17,000% increase of usage of the word selfie. That is uh that blows my mind. Because if you think about it, most people didn't even know what that word meant a year ago. Oh man, the first time when like I so this dude was like, You gotta love your selfie before you can love yourself and he would tweet out a picture of himself every day. Mm-hmm. For a while I didn't even understand what the hell he was talking about. Right. Selfie define selfie, Johnny, for those who don't know. I thought it was a loser who couldn't get a date. <laughs> That's what you thought, but you know what it is, right? Yeah, now it's where you just take a picture of yourself and right. post it. Yeah, because you can like you would turn your phone into selfie mode, kind of. You know when they do the reverse, the you take flip, picture, the yeah. flip button on your phone, and you take a picture of yourself. And if you take a picture with more than one person in the the like a selfie with more than one person, it's just called a group selfie. Uh, I like group selfies. You like group selfies? I thought there should be a word for that. I thought it was groupies. I wanted it's not Menage a group. Najee Twizzles. I mean, I tried. I wanted it to be groupie. Or I had a bunch of different words that, that a, a selfie. Menage pixels. Menage uh, pixels. Yeah, because I like menage twizzles. You know what I'm saying? But menage pixels. I think that 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 could be it. Dude, we created the new word for 2014. Menage pixels. So this time next menage year. Menage pixels. Menage pixels. Like menage trois. Yeah, but with pixels. Menage pixels. All right, that's a group selfie. I'm down with that because the other ones were like, it's tough to, to come up with that. Groupie was the best one, but then that was also confusing. But there's so many words in 2014 that, that meant other things before that mean different things to us today from like Amazon. We don't think of the rainforest anymore. We think of the website, et cetera, et cetera. I got one other thing we can call him. Straight fireball. I got that boy lit up the other night. What? Where was it? It's the Fox and the Hound. Oh, y'all were at Fox and the Hound? Mm-hmm. Went up to watch the little 49ers take care of business last weekend. You and he's like, you and Mr. Selfie? Oh, Mr. Sweet T was his oh, former his, name. No, that's his name at Fox and the Hound. Hey, yeah, Fox and the Hound is definitely Mr. Sweet T. <laughs> they walked up and they're like, yo, what's up, Mr. Sweet T? And he's like, uh, you know, uh, I think I'm going to do something a little different. And they're like, oh, you're not going to get sweet tea? And he's like, oh, no, I'm getting sweet tea. <laughs> Did they really say that? Yeah. He's like, but I'm going to get a shot of Fireball. I was like, what? Get out of here. All right. Uh, Johnny Radio, the sleaze of Memphis, and Con Radicalness. 
Hurt Locker on the other side of the glass. Yo, John CJ All right, Marcus, you can speak now. Do you like your new nickname, Mr. Selfie? Doesn't matter. That's where I'm going to introduce you up in 2014, <laughs> Mr. Selfie. Yeah. Uh, you know what? That you know that's fine. But uh, I, I was going through my Instagram and I realized that uh, I think I only have two selfies in the past month. So that's actually a pretty. Oh, good... the rehab is going well. Yeah, the rehab is going. I, I looked and only had two selfie photos on Instagram in the month. So. But you, but that. you only had three pictures on your Instagram, right? <laughs> no, it was about. <laughs> it was about. You seven. just had a slow Instagram. It was about seven. Yeah, it was, it was a slow month. There's two cameras on this phone, so what we're gonna do is put a little black <laughs> tape on the one the inside, the one that you take the selfie with, uh-huh. so we can't do it. No, no, no. I mastered the. I mastered turning the camera around so that I can get the flash and still take the selfie. You've mastered the no look selfie, man. Look, look, AT, look, look. From AT and T, I have this awesome Samsung Galaxy Note three, and you can tap anywhere on the screen man, and take a free. photo. Oh, really? Yeah, and, and I bet I can do that with my S my S three. I need to try that. You probably could, and and because I can tap anywhere, it's not the same. You have to figure out where the little button is on the front of the phone. That helps out. That helps out with selfies. It does help out with the selfies. By the way, Johnny, uh, he forgot to mention at the Fox and Hound that. He also got me uh, and uh, 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 the nice young lady who was sitting beside us. Um, it's called a mind eraser. Oh yeah, mind eraser with vanilla vodka and Seven Up instead of soda water. Man, that, man, look, that was look, man. I had the mind eraser <laughs> and went and played basketball and sprained my ankle. So it was it, it was a it was a mind. But you didn't feel it. Not then, no. I, I did next not morning, I felt, I felt it the next day. Yeah, that's why the next morning you have a shot of whiskey. <laughs> I can't handle whiskey, man. That's why I have no hair on my chest. <laughs> All right. Great way to kick off 2014 <laughs> uh, here today. Uh, guys, hopefully you're listening as you took your, your radio, your portable radio, into Federal Express form today as the Tigers are battling the Bearcats and the renewal of their conference rivalry. That game's underway right now. We'll keep you abreast of uh, that score throughout the broadcast. I thought I was really sneaky. I thought some of those people who woke up a little bit dreary this morning, they're like, oh, and they just put on their radio. I didn't even mention the Tigers game because I didn't want them to flip it over to, you know, Matt Dillon and my main man, Dave Lotion. Boo! Are you excited that the uh, rivalry is renewed, even though Cincinnati is not the same? Uh, Hold on. Wait till we beat them before we start calling them not the same. Because <laughs> no, if true. they win, we're going to be like, man, that team is going to win the national championship. This is true. Yeah, I, I'm excited for. I mean, I was at college when Memphis was still uh, battling Cincinnati and Louisville um, in the early days of uh, Conference USA. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, of course, I'm excited that Cincinnati's back. It's better than playing what, whoever you know, U, UAB. It is better than playing UAB. And UAB was still a fun game. It was. It's better than kicking the season off with Rice. Right. It's better than playing Rice. Yeah. It's better than than playing ECU, which they'll be playing next year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what they join the American. Congratulations to your Bulldogs. Well, I appreciate that. Cool. You know, I told you guys. You know, I, I, I sat here last week and pretty much said it was going to be a blowout. No no contest. They they beat Rice. They beat Rice. They had 41 points by the end of the third quarter. Conference USA champ Rice. They had, 30, they Rice had 40 points by the end of the third quarter. It was Rice. It was, we'll, we'll get into that in a second. You say it was Rice, though, but just think, uh, Central Florida was in Conference USA last year, uh-huh. and people would be saying, oh, that was just Central Florida. And look what they did this year when they were able BCS to spread boat. their wings and play other competitions. So may, may, Rice may be better. 
And I don't know. We could look at the schedule of Mississippi State and see where they would fall. So if we want to rank the opponents for Mississippi State, uh, we, we, we could and do that. And Mississippi State. You know what? Uh, it's kind of sad because they lost to Alabama. They got smoked. They lost to Oklahoma State. They got smoked. We didn't, oh, my gosh. Did y'all beat a team that won a game? <laughs> No. Be, oh, Ole Miss. Ole Miss, and Ole they beat Georgia Tech. Ole Miss, Ole, Miss. Ole Miss, possibly the best win, and you did have a bunch of, of great losses on the We stage. did have, look, 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 Auburn, look, the Auburn Tigers are playing in the national championship game. The Auburn Tigers got on their hot streak and got their confidence after a last-second touchdown against the Mississippi State. That People people remember the Georgia touchdown. They remember the Alabama touchdown. But people forget early in the season, I think it was the second or third game of the year, Auburn needed a touchdown on, on practically the last play of the game to beat Mississippi State. And that propelled Auburn to the season that they have gone on to have. And now they're in the national championship game. You know what? I just thought of something. I bet the last seven national champions have all beat Mississippi State. Well, the last the last seven national champions have all beaten every team they pretty much played that year. You have to be undefeated, yeah. So you're right. They yeah, did well, Mississippi not State. necessarily undefeated, but in most cases. Sometimes, if you're Auburn, yes. you can be undefeated and still not have to be the national champion. This is true. Hold on, has there been a team that's gone undefeated in the last seven years besides besides Cam Newton's Auburn team? I don't think so. Cam Newton's the only undefeated national. In the champion. past seven years, when was the Auburn team that got shut out because Texas and USC? Man, that was like it's about whoa, seven years ago, fifteen years ago. But in the it was not fifteen years. But in the ago. SEC, is still, <laughs> it was like still it was tough. in the past ten years. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, here's what we got going on. It's an action-packed edition of the show. We've had uh, a few weeks. We were off one week. We were um, jam-packed with guests. So today we're, we're, we're uh, guest-free today because we're going to give away – we're not we're going to give away stuff during Hang Up and Listen. We're going to take your phone calls at noon for Hang Up and Listen like we always do. We've got some great prizes uh, to give away for that. But we're going to get Marcus's prediction because Marcus is Memphis's Miss Cleo. Uh, has great psychic powers over here. And he will predict the future of 2014. The new year is here. we got to get Marcus's prediction for 2014. We will also go through our New Year's resolutions, our sports Memphis-themed New Year's resolutions. Um, I've got some for that I want to give to other people that they need to have as their New Year's resolutions. i got my own. Uh, Johnny, CJ, Marcus got their own New Year's resolutions. So we'll talk New Year's resolutions uh, as well in this. This is the first MSL of 2014. Uh, we'll update you on Memphis, Cincinnati, and Vandy. Uh, their, their game against Houston today um, on our sister station. Johnny? I don't even know what you're saying, but I'm going to just correct myself. Alabama, Auburn, and USC, three teams in the last 10 years, finished undefeated. There you go. Um, the um, oh, What's yeah, the sister? Vandy. Vandy's on our sister station today. Oh, yeah, Vandy is. What's the station? Uh, AM 1210, baby. AM 1210. For the BBVA Compass Bowl. Is that what it is? Oh, that's oh. so Vandy ended up going to Birmingham. Yes. Um. And the, the the weird trade off at the bottom of the SEC. Yeah, we're down there with the Liberty Bowl for the SEC. Uh, yeah, trust me, the Liberty Bowl people were much happier to have Mississippi State because they pretty much packed their place out. I don't think they would have gotten the same kind of crowd for Vandy. No, I, no. I, actually, I decided not to go to the game. Um, sat at home with my daughter. She put on her Mississippi State jersey. We we we, we cuddled up on the couch and we watched some Bulldogs uh, take care of business. Child abuse. 
<laughs> All right. Look, 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 she put on her jersey and then she on her own went and grabbed the cowbell and just started going crazy with the cowbell. And I know CJ now has a new love Those for the cowbell. cowbell. They're awesome. Oh my they? gosh. I know. They're, they're like nerve. so awesome. They're terrible. What? Come on, man. I'm going to come to Mississippi State games and I'm going to bring kazoo. I'm going to bring 20 <laughs> people with kazoos and we're just going to blow them in your ear. Scott said a kazoo. Uh, that's a good idea. All right, we we it's eighteen minutes past the hour already. Let's go ahead and do the starting five. Let's start new starting five music. I like it. I like it. They have my head bobbing a little bit. All right, these are the five most interesting and important sports stories uh, for the sports fan in Mid South over the past week. Of course, number one, your Memphis Tigers uh, taken to the court for conference play. They get their first win in conference play the other impressive night win. against South Florida. Impressed? Hey, they made some threes, man. I was impressed. Eight of them. They looked good. They did. They looked good. But it was as impressive to me um, as a conference USA win. Not that big of a deal. But they're uh, in a BCS conference now. True, and they're playing a team that hasn't been a conference USA for a while, but still, it didn't it didn't feel like they're not that great of a, uh, of a basketball team yet. So we'll see how they do against Cincinnati, at least somewhat maybe a little bit better team, or at least has the perception of a better team because of the name they wear on their jersey. Uh, that game going on today. But that is the big topic, but of course, if you care about that, you're probably uh, uh, not listening to us right now. So All right, so now that the national championship game is about to happen, um, are the Tigers really in a BCS conference still? What? what do you mean? Once that game happens, they're not because there's not going to be BCS. Yeah, it's OV. Well, I guess after the game, then yeah, you're right. There is no more BCS conference. Well, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Tigers got to be that, in the BCS that's, that's, that's conference a for a very short amount of time. Yeah. Uh, so, so what is it going to be hey now? Man, just cherish a these times. Cherish them. Is it going to be just a conference now? Mm-hmm. Is this a power conference? They're going to call them power Maybe conference. They're in a power conference. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see in 2014 how the word BCS is used. You need to get some American on your sign. All right, let's keep moving on. Number two in the starting five, your Memphis Grizzlies. They looked like they were building some momentum and like they were going to keep it, keep the thing afloat going into to uh, the return of Mark Gasol. And they still might because if you got a, a, a Sega Baba against um, Denver, you're not expected to win that ball game, even though Did you say second game Sega after guess? a back-to-back. Oh, yeah. Second game of I a know, back-to-back. I know, I like, know. It's like I'm just so happy that you just dropped it like that. <laughs> the second game of a back-to-back is Sega Baba. Sega Baba. Uh, and with Denver, that's an impossible thing to win. You look at the schedule at the beginning of the year, even if Denver's not a playoff team, you look at that one and say you're probably not going to win because you're going to go to the altitude. That's it's hard to win in Denver to begin with, and then you've got to do it the second night. They won it, They won against Phoenix, and they that did. was one of the best games of the year for the Grizzlies. Uh, they beat Phoenix already twice. They beat, they beat them twice right. this year. And, and the bench is somewhat coming together. Ed Davis. The what is? The what? <laughs> the what? Well, not the, the bench that has stepped up. Like, Ed Davis is... Hey, just work Listen. on that word for me. One yeah. more time. Say it one more time. What? <laughs> just say it. What are you talking about? I'm talking about Ed Davis. What are y'all talking no, no, about? No, but where does he come from? The the bench. Okay, yeah, the that bench. Was, that was much better. <laughs> he, see, he doesn't hear himself. So he know what he said, but he doesn't know what we're laughing at. I love it. Uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to listen to the podcast. Available at MemphisSport.com and for free on iTunes. Subscribe today. Great tag. Uh, Ed Davis is looking better. Um, and you, you're you starting to... Uh... <laughs> Go ahead, Marcus. What do you think about the Grizzlies right now? I'm just talking about them. I'm just done. I can Well, uh, what, what do I think about the Grizzlies? I think that... I mean, the bench 
is playing much better. Um, and you would expect that because with, with so many guys going down and so many guys getting hurt, you would expect that eventually these bench guys would start to step up and uh, play a little better. And hopefully that only means great things when Mark Gasol comes back and uh, you get a few players uh, to become even healthier because you've gotten more productivity from the bench and after that you'll be able to have those guys continuing to play well when Mark gets back so it just makes the overall team better and I think that sometimes when you have injuries if you can if you can improve your bench production while guys are out and even those guys you have to be plugged in if those guys can get better then it, it, it can have a positive can a effect on your team overall so as long as they can just stay in the hunt which, which right now it just doesn't seem like they're consistent enough to be able to do that because it's like they win one, lose two, win one, lose two, and you're not going to be able to do that. But you only got like two to three weeks left before you can get your your all star center back. And you have a tough stretch. I just can't look at the benches again. <laughs> <laughs> you can't look at the benches again. Not never going to look at the benches the same again. I cannot look at the benches the same again, either. Moving on <laughs> to number three, the Ole Miss Rebels and the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Uh, both the two teams from Mississippi we talked about just a second ago. They both made the trip to Tennessee, both victorious in their bowl games. Uh, yeah. Big shout out to them. Of course, the Liberty Bowl, say what you will about it, it was Rice on the other side of the field against uh, Mississippi State. But uh, there's nothing, I mean, the reason I love the Liberty Bowl is because you have that guaranteed SEC football game played in Memphis every year. Mm-hmm. Unless Birmingham can steal it away. So, um, big fan of the Liberty Bowl when it is an SEC game. Um, blowout. How nervous were you, Marcus, with the first touchdown going to Rice? Uh, I wasn't nervous. I was more upset that uh, homeboy tried to stretch the ball out when he was surrounded by three Rice defenders when he already had the first down and fumbled the ball that allowed them to get that touchdown. But I wasn't concerned because I knew Mississippi State was going to win the game. I mean, I was never worried about the outcome of the game. Still a little shocked, Marcus. You did not make it up to Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium for that ball game. It's not every day that your favorite team that plays three hours away comes to the city that you live in. Um, I'm disappointed. In well, I mean, I had That's been to... the peril of being a single dad, man. Yeah, okay. you know. And, and, you know, I That's, had been you to... You could have dragged her to the game. Uh, well, she would have... I mean, she probably would have enjoyed it. Was it was cold. Hey. It was a little cold. Oh. But you know what? I, I, went to the, I went to the Mississippi State-Alabama game and the Mississippi State-Ole Miss game. And, you know, those two atmospheres... I mean, I'm pretty sure the Liberty Bowl... The, I'm, I'm, I know the crowd there was great and it was very exciting. But the competition level, you know, it wasn't all... It, I wasn't... I didn't feel like I just had to go because I knew what the outcome was going to be. Mississippi State devoured the rice, right? Yes. So it it's looks – Bulldogs love to eat rice. I, and, and I was eating a bowl of rice during the game. Now, what if they were called the chocolate owls? You can't feed dogs chocolate. So y'all would have lost. Well – because dogs can't eat chocolate. That's what they say. My dog is eating a Your lot dog- of chocolate. Really? Not on purpose. <laughs> Not on purpose. No, uh, that, that's what you call uh, having a daughter who leaves her, Holly, her her Halloween candy in her room in a bag on the floor. Have and you the told dog her you can't it? have the dog eat the chocolate. Oh, she knows. The chocolate's the opposite for oh, dogs. Oh, she's like, the one who came and told me that she thought the dog was going to die. She was like, Daddy, I think Delilah's going to die if she ate my chocolate. And I was Wait, like, did you say Delilah? Yeah, her name's Delilah. I have only had one dog in my in my life, and its name was Delilah. Really? Yeah. That's what's up. just bonding here. Delilah. <laughs> That's what I think about. Yes, I have a beagle named Delilah. Call in with your romantic advice and talk to Marcus's dog, Delilah. <laughs> uh, 
Okay. Yeah, but you know. Okay, that, so that, you can't. So the Bulldogs could play the Chocolate Owls and still be victorious because they can devour chocolate. You're saying some dogs can't. It just makes them a little sluggish. Don't feed your dogs chocolate. Yeah, don't feed your dogs chocolate by any means. Um, Ole Miss, though, in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, Music City Bowl, impressive win over Georgia Tech. Georgia mm-hmm. Tech, what, they haven't missed a bowl game like in our lifetime? They have are one of the largest bowl streaks uh, going right now. I don't think it's as long as 30-plus years, but it is like 17 mm-hmm. uh, that they haven't missed a bowl game. Uh, on Ole Miss, ending on a high note after losing the state championship uh, to your Bulldogs. I still I think a good successful season for Ole Miss. Still with your high hopes, you still have your coach going into next year. Yeah, and um, can do better to, things. Yeah, unless he goes to Penn State. Um, but uh, which won't happen, um, dude. No. Yeah, that's not going to happen. But how about this? You know, you you were talking about uh, you know Bulldogs eating rice. What do you think? You think a black bear would be able to survive a swarm of yellow jackets? Because you know you always see the cartoons with the bear that what in the woods. Happens on the cartoon. Yeah. Exactly. So do you think a black bear? Would I think be able the bear to survive? always survives. But some of the yellow jackets will because there's so many of them. Some will fly away. Yeah, but I think the bear would be able to take it, take it on. Well, in the wild, bears eat honey, not necessarily yellow jackets. They mess with honeybees, and so the honeybees sting them and they scurry off after they eat all the honey and stuff like that. So you would think they make it with yellow jackets, but from what I found on Discovery Channel, <laughs> is that yellow jacket stings are much more poisonous and and painful. Than regular bee stings because they're much more aggressive than regular bees. Hmm. So they're so, so they're almost like um, Africanized bees. Why why is an African bee better? Got to be better than a white bee. That's just what they're called. It's <laughs> the name. All right, uh, we'll keep moving in the starting five. We got to roll through this real fast. Number four, uh, Memphis became as close as they will ever be to winning the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl this year. <laughs> You yes, know, they did. You made some of the, the, the best comparisons. So you just find a way. Right. Was there any? I mean, they came within. So Memphis could seconds, beat Baylor. Uh, seconds of beating UCF. And, of course, UCF dominated Baylor. They, they were, The first couple minutes of that game, I was like, which team is which? Did they get the names wrong on the screen? Is that Baylor with 14 or is it UCF with 14 of them? What's going on? Uh, great Fiesta Bowl. Great for the American Athletic Conference, which is losing Louisville. You're losing Rutgers. You're losing, losing two of your bigger names uh-huh. that people associate. And to have UCF uh, not only dominate like they did this year, then go to the Fiesta Bowl and win and say, hey, you know, just slap Baylor around, beat the devil out of them for most of the game. Uh, impressive win by by Central Florida because they're staying in, in, in the American Conference. Yeah, and now all of a sudden, you know, the American has a team – or has a quarterback that is projected to be a top pick in the NFL draft. So that raises the question of the uh, if the Tigers uh, had kept Jacob Karam as their starting quarterback, would he be a top pick in the draft if he had gotten the opportunity? Because nobody knew who this Blake kid was last year. I don't know who he was. Now all of a sudden he's like a top. Um, Blake Bortles. Bis- By the way, I love that name. Bortles. Say Bortles 20 Bortles. Times. Bortles. Bortles. But anyway, Blake Bortles. Yes, everybody who knows anything about football knew about Blake Bortles. Yes, they did. I didn't know anything about Blake Bortles. Like I last said, year, people no, who knew about no, football. Last year, not I, bench warmers. Who, last year, were you trying to take a jab at me? <laughs> I think that was a pimp slap. It was a pimp slap. Well, I'm sorry, I didn't really uh, follow uh, UCF last year. I'm just kidding. I yeah, didn't either. They were nobody. And num- number five, the other games of regional interest that have been going on and that will continue to go on in the college uh, football universe. This is a sad thing because if we're, if we're wrapping up the starting five today, 
next, this time next week, there is not going to be college football. It's over. It ends on Monday. You have a national championship. This is it. We're in the, we're the final days of, uh, of college football season. It's very sad. But, um, got basketball. Van- basketball. Yeah, Vandy Houston today. You still got Arkansas. Lots of game teams with local interest right now. I mean, you got Vandy, uh, playing Houston. You've got Arkansas State and Ball State. Uh, and of course, the national championship Auburn uh, for for state. Red Wolves against Ball State. Mm-hmm. Red Wolves howling. Y'all don't but, get that. Oh, oh, oh! Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, we understand. But, but I don't. I, I didn't get it. But here are some things over the past week. Missouri, Missouri beat OK State last night. These are the games from last night that nobody's been able to talk about on the radio yet. But Missouri taking down OK State. SEC. Uh, SEC, yeah, SEC doing pretty well. Yeah. Uh, for Alabama. O- Ohio State, though, with Drake in attendance last night at the game. Drake was there. He was credentialed on the sidelines in the orange. I don't know in the Orange Bowl. They, they, uh, of course, lost to Clemson. So, uh, Clemson remains Clemson, Florida State. My two teams that said they should have joined. My two teams that should have joined the SEC when they expanded instead of A and M and Mizzou. Which would have been a mistake. What? You're telling me you would rather still have like you what? Clemson, you had Johnny Manziel in the SEC no. for two seasons. That was that, that was I, the I best. I don't want nobody ever. named Dabo in my league. Who? Dabo. Okay, look, but back. Okay, from John. Look, I like Johnny Johnny football. Fine, I like Johnny football. Fine. I'm anti-Missouri, but I got to give shout out, shout out to Missouri. Uh, their second season in the SEC, they they did tremendous. They deserve to be in the conference championship game this year. Uh, they deserve to be considered the second best team in, in the SEC because really they are now because Alabama losing are they not? If you look back at this season, you got to say that they're the second best team in the SEC. I mean, they made the championship game. They were you don't, in the championship. You don't put South Carolina ahead of them. You know, I've got a bias because Steve Spurrier is my favorite coach of all time. But um, Do it, do it, do it. But do what? Put Missouri above South Carolina? No, put South Carolina above. But, South Ma- Carolina but Missouri beat made the championship. And South Carolina did South beat them. South Carolina beat them. And I but think Missouri, they had the same conference record, didn't they? Uh, South Carolina lost two games this regular season. Who was the, uh, Missouri- they lost the first game of the year, didn't they? To, well, no, it was Georgia losing to Clemson. Yeah, it was Georgia losing yeah. South Carolina's up there, but so is Alabama, oh, They too. lost to Tennessee. Or yeah, you, they lost to the Big Orange. Can you believe that's that? That's embarrassing, yeah. That was the, that was an embarrassing loss. Would you put uh, – I mean, we're, I don't know how we would do our final SEC rankings. What would you do? Number one, Auburn. They went number one undefeated. Auburn. They're going to the national championship. Number one, Auburn. Number two – I would say number two, Missouri. They went to the championship game. They won, won their, their bowl, bowl game, game. Impressive, mm-hmm. impressively. Uh so three, you're putting South Carolina, or are you going to put Alabama? Alabama. I, I would still put Alabama three. I think Alabama, I, I just don't think that they were really excited about playing in that game. And they came back almost they did. at the end uh, of their bowl. This is, is the truth. So if, you, if you look at the deficit that they had and their two losses, not that big not that big of a deficit in both losses. Stop and they, it. And not against, excited? Against two good teams. They Two good teams. Yeah, you played Oklahoma and Auburn. You're playing those are the two teams you lost to, and you lost by less than ten points combined, right? Something like that, or yeah. close to. I don't know. You had the touchdown on the other one. I don't remember the final score. Everybody just remembers the final play, but it was close. Yeah, it was close. I mean, yeah, yeah, I, mean I don't know. Alabama game until that. Point, or do you so. put? I mean, I think you got to so probably you know, <laughs> six points is what you get for a touchdown if you don't kick the extra point. If you kick the extra point, seven. They only got six. Yeah, yeah, Auburn couldn't kick the extra it point. It was tied, right? And they got the six, so they lost by six for that in that game. Good they job. Lost by, they lost by. Would they end up losing by seven in the uh, in their bowl game? Something like that. 
So anyway, they're around 10 points total against those two teams. Well, wow. I think they lost by like 14 in that bowl game. 10. 10 or 4. It, yeah. They, got, they cut us that they touchdown cut it close at the, at the end. end. That touchdown at the end. I was watching on my app, my I, my iPad and it started going blurry. 14. Yeah, I see. Um, 13, 14, 14. Yeah, 14. So you put a, so Johnny, you're disputing and say you put uh, USC at number three? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not disputing. You're saying Alabama's got to be three. SEC teams. I'm saying who gives a damn? Ooh, ooh, somebody's. Uh, I would say Alabama three, South Carolina four. C- you you have to put Alabama on. over South Carolina just for all the continual shots of uh, AJ McCarron's then girlfriend. I, then I guess the question becomes who is number five? Vanderbilt. What? Vanderbilt. They're going to lose to Houston. Did you say Vanderbilt was the, the fifth Commodore. best team in the SEC? Go Vandy. See, I mean, you could have an argument for that. Who else are you going to pick? It's. Is either Vanderbilt or Georgia? You put Texas A and M. Oh, I you put that Texas. You, you put Texas A and M next. A and M five. Yeah. A and M five and then six. Vandy. A and M LSU. 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 LSU five. A and M six. I would Vandy. say. I think that's good. Yeah. LSU. Such a. We're so used to them having such a great year. We forgot about them. Yeah. <laughs> Vanderbilt's like barely scratching the but top here you're, ten, man. Uh, last thing of note: this, all these bowl games that have been played. I think there's total. There's a total, total of thirty-five bowl games, right? Mm-hmm. There's three going, so there's 32 games that have been played. Here are your, uh, some of your records with your conferences. SEC 6-2 and two right now. Pack 6-2 uh, and two going into today's game with Vanderbilt. Pack 12 is 6-3. and three. The American Athletic Conference is at 500, 2-2. Two two. Big 12 is 3-3. Three and three. The ACC at 4-6. and six. And the Big Ten is 2-5, and five, losing record there for the Big Ten. 4-6. Shout ten out Big Ten. Ha ha. Always have a losing record in both. <laughs> All right, that does it for the starting five for this week. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can call us at noon for Hang Up and Listen at 360-8255. It's your chance to uh, dictate the conversation on this program. You can also tweet us at Memphis Sport. We have personal pages. I'm at Sarita Marcus. is at M Hunter underscore game. And you have Johnny Radio at Johnny underscore radio and uh, Conrad Hurtlockers at Conradicalness on Twitter. You can also find us on Instagram where the who's who of Memphis Instagram. And I'm at Kevin Street and Marcus is at Hunterboy 2G1. And you can also find the, the the other guys on the other side of the glass on there as well. And find Memphis Sport on Facebook. Just search Memphis Sport on your Facebook page. You text the show 67129-67129 or text 56JOIN if you've never texted 67129 first. There's so much to talk about. We'll be right back after this short time out. You're listening to MSL on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. We are the voice of Tigers fans. Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Are you one of many Mid-Southerners who suffer from weekday boredom? Do you sit around weekday nights flipping channels on your TV while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about trivia with Kevin Cerrito. Well, actually, that would be a little weird. Instead, just invite your friends to be on your team every week at Trivia with Kevin Cerrito. It's more than your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's an entertainment experience with weekly theme nights that will test your knowledge on a wide range of topics. Come see for yourself while Paul Ryburn's journal calls Kevin Cerrito a, quote, Trivia Master. For more information on where to play, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit Facebook forward slash Cerrito Trivia or follow Kevin on Twitter at Cerrito. Trivia with Kevin Cerrito, the perfect prescription for weekday boredom. Warnings. Side effects may include winning prizes, laughing out loud, high-fiving, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverages, spending quality time with friends, and dance-offs. Now play Trivia with Kevin Cerrito downtown at Tampa Tap every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 and at the Green Beetle on South Main every Thursday night from 8 to 10. Trivia with Kevin Cerrito. Up and coming. Off and 
running down Summer Avenue. Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. GK was on the radio. WHBQ. We bought the latest 45s. All right, welcome back to MSL. Thanks for making us a part of your weekend. Remember, if you ever missed a portion of the show, catch the podcast. They're available at memphisport.com and for free on iTunes. You should subscribe, get it downloaded to your computer or mobile device for free every week. Take us with you. Um, as you're out and about in the Mid-South. Uh, this portion of MSL is being brought to you by Gould's Day Spa and Salon. It's where I get my hair cut, and uh, you should too. Um, of course, the holidays just ended, so if you messed up the holidays with your uh, loved one, you need to make it up. Can't, no better way to do it than go pick up a Gould's gift card. It's perfect for any occasion. Valentine's right around the corner, uh, believe it or not. I mean, the holidays are over. They've uh, you go to the store, the Christmas cards and stuff have been taken out, and they have been replaced with the Valentine's cards. It is already time to think about Valentine's Day. It's almost a month away to Valentine's Day. So if you need a gift for your loved one, you can't go wrong with the Gould's gift cards. Perfect for any occasion. Go to GouldSalons.com. You can order the gift card there, and they'll send it to you. Um, or you can go pick it up at any of the Memphis area locations. There's more than 12 in the Memphis area, from downtown in the Peabody to Olive Branch to Carville, and everywhere in between, including the new location at Poplar Plaza, the new location in Germantown, and coming soon, the new location in Overton Square, Gould's Day Spa and Salon. I'm pretty sure Gould's is where um, Johnny would take uh, the mystery lady that he's been looking for. Have you found her yet? I haven't found Honey, but right now, um, just would you please be a little bit respectful? Remember, I'm staying downtown this week. <laughs> Remember, I'm downtown, yo. My Cali, my Cali girl's in. Okay. You met her, so huh? I'm going to stop honey till Sunday. Okay. <laughs> Why am I not getting invitations to these? Oh, these? yeah. Hey, well, I got one thing. This hey, man. Very I, important. Hey, I didn't give away anything. You did. I just said, you know. Oh, no, no. I hadn't found her yet, but my boy Bill's <laughs> on it. What's up? Um, this is very important. We need to put this out right now because we got some NFL action. All of us like to drink, eat, and be merry. So uh, call us up if you want us to come eat, drink, and party at your place. Oh, yeah. We're hinting to that guy who was in the, the New York Times, right? Correct. <laughs> and, and this is and this is playoff weekend, uh, and we haven't planned anything to watch these games? That's crazy. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll work that out a little bit later on. i got a few suggestions. Got party favors. Got party favors. <laughs> Every once in a while, we, we uh, channel Marcus's psychic powers because he is the Mid-South's Miss Cleo. Uh, and he likes to predict things because he got a couple predictions right correctly um, a couple years ago. So now he thinks he's really good at it. Uh, <laughs> every, right. every once in a while, since it's a brand new year, we thought we would uh, get uh, some future predictions from our own Marcus the Magnificent. All right, Marcus. Yo, yo, yo. It's a brand new year. You got your you you got. Your vibes going here. I heard I feel the lightning. Good, man, I feel good. I feel good. I feel. I feel like. I feel like I just lost five five pounds before I got to the studio. Oh wow! <laughs> Let's go with uh, some predictions. It's a brand new year. So much uh, to come in 2014. We'll start with the Memphis Tiger basketball team. What will their seed be in the NC2A tournament this year?
I thought we were waiting for his answer. No, oh, there's his. I need the lightning in the mind going. Oh, got it. Four. All right, you got it. Four seed. A four seed? That Tigers, seems high. The Tigers are going to be a four. I think I think they are going to get a few of these wins uh, against some of these top uh, 25 teams in, in their conference. They're going to get some more. They're yeah. going to get some more. Yeah, they're going to get some more. And because they're going to beat all the teams that they should beat, I'm predicting. Because I think that this team, because they have played in such a crappy conference, uh, for so long, and they're used to beating teams that they should beat. I think that they, that that's just going to continue because playing those teams isn't going to be much new to them. But when they get to these t- these tougher teams and this tougher competition, they're going to step up their level of play. They're going to beat a few a few of them because they've already gotten that one uh, top twenty five win out of the way. They have confidence. I think they're going to be a four seed. All right. Well, that's interesting. Coming up in 2014, uh, later on this year is the historic first ever. American Athletic Conference Hoops Tournament, and it's happening right here in Memphis 10 at Federal Express Forum. Marcus, tell me who is going to win the American Athletic Conference Tournament. A little downpour going on. It's going to rain on your head. Uh... Louisville. Louisville is going to... uh, Louisville. Louisville is going to win that particular tournament. Memphis is going to make it to the championship game, but they're going to fall to... A Louisville team in that game. It's going to be great, though. It's going to be great. Be great. great game, great tournament. And that's and that's why Memphis is going to get that four seed because they're going to make it to that championship game, and that's going to bode well because on the way they're going to be some pretty good teams to get there. Okay. Um, all right. All right. That's that's that. Uh, Even though they're losing right now at home to Cincinnati by one, it is halftime. So, but I. No, Memphis with home court is going to, is, is, is it's it's paramount uh, for their success in these tournaments, and I, and I I will hope so much that 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 is what the final if it's Memphis versus Louisville in the finals, like Louisville's only year in the conference, mm-hmm. uh, that would be a dream scenario. You go back to the Conference USA tournament at Federal Express Forum, D. Wash and his free throws, and um, and from where the teams have come, both teams have come since that night. Or that morning, rather, uh, at the forum to having that rematch. That would be so awesome. It would that's be what awesome. you want. That's what you want to happen, and you want to come down to free throws. Exactly. It would be awesome. <laughs> I, just, I just don't think that Memphis is going to have the same home court advantage because remember they're in a better conference, and these teams uh, they travel better than Conference USA teams uh, fans would travel for a conference tournament. I mean, uh, you know, Louisville and the Big East. I mean, you know, they would have uh, a, a good bit of fans in New York for the. Uh, tournament. I understand it's New York City, and there's a big difference between going to New York and coming to Memphis. But Memphis has a lot to offer, and I believe that the home court advantage won't be as large. But I still believe it'll be in Memphis's favor. Um, I agree. All right, um, we'll keep moving. Let's go to the Grizzlies for a second. Uh, where would the Grizzlies finish in the West? This uh, is a tough one to predict. Marcus. It is a tough one to predict. Um. Because there are so many unknowns at this point. I mean, I mean, when is Mark going to come back? How good is he going to be once he gets back? And if they're out of uh, contention, so far out of contention when he gets back, do they allow him to sit and probably tank a little bit? So that's why this one is very difficult. But uh, just based on what I'm seeing right now and my gut feeling, I believe that the uh, Memphis Grizzlies are going to finish 11th in the West out of the playoffs. What? What you're looking at... Y- uh, I think it's going to be tough 
for the tanking idea. The tanking idea is it's it's, it's a, always a fascinating idea. Mm-hmm. Like, is there going to be a meeting between J- Jason Levy and and, Ye- and Jaeger saying you don't have to worry about winning these games? Um, because otherwise, Jaeger's is going to Jaeger's going to want to win every game. I don't think because they, every coach he wants to save his job. He wants to prove his potential. The only way that he, he's going to have to be told by management that hey, we're, let's start looking towards the draft. And anyway, they, he can't. The management obviously can't tell him we're going to tank. Or we're want to tank. They can't I, say that. No, they can't. But they say can that. say, hey, let's focus a little bit more on these draft picks. Have you seen these it, guys? It may be done more subtly, like, uh, hey, Mark's knee still not where it should be. Right, but be. if you're Jaeger, first year coach, you want to win. That's the problem with tanking. It's always like that coach has got to win, but even though it's not good for the franchise, the coach still wants to win. True, but because if you, it's their credibility's on the line. So they're gonna have to management's gonna have to come to them. There's gonna have to be a uh, a, a group decision, right? Yeah. That he's involved in, and then they say, "Don't worry about losing games right now. You're our coach next year." Let's evaluate some of the talent that we have on right. the roster. Which yeah, they, exactly. Which, and I think which that, they've been doing though. If you, I mean, the the past few weeks because Mark being out and you have not don't have coupon for the whole season, and Tayshawn Prince is no Prince um, on on the court at all, unfortunately. Um, his days have passed. It's sad because I was ex- hoping that Prince would be more of a of a Shane Battier contributor on this team, but you know, his days it, are gone. And now, as an adult, isn't it um, interesting to see the differences in um, you know? Because when you're a kid, and you know, when Jordan was towards the end of his career, you were just still excited about seeing Jordan out there on the basketball court. You didn't really uh, pay, pay close attention to right. just how. His skills declined between his days in Chicago and his days at Washington when you were younger because you were just happy to see Jordan out there. But now, as an adult, when you've been you know involved in sports for so long as as we have, and you and you've watched these players' careers, and you see guys like Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Tayshawn Prince. I mean, these guys get older and they just don't have it anymore. It's sad to see because you want them to be the same player that they always were, and unfortunately for the player. It's harder to get that particular player to see that they don't have the same skill set as they once had. So, right. you know, that's one of those things. It's, it's going to be an interesting dynamic because you're going to have the Marcus All thing to deal with. You're also going to have: Are they going to trade Zach Randolph at some point? Will they, you know, go to Tayshawn well, Prince? Well, hold, hold it right there. Are they going to trade Zach Randolph? No. CJ just did his own thunder over here. They are not going to trade Zebo, and the reason they're not going to trade Zebo, I just don't think. I don't think. It's, I think they may try, but I don't think that they'll be able to find the right kind of deal for Zach. And it's also it's a it's a risky PR maneuver. Very. I mean, you got rid of already. You've gotten rid of the most, in my opinion, the most beloved coach in Memphis Grizzlies basketball history. Lionel Hollins. Well, that would be fact. We got rid of Hubie yeah. Brown a while ago. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Lionel <laughs> eclipsed Hubie Brown in the uh and the uh and that's the best a tricky, coaches. That's a, that's a, those two up the up against each other. More oh, nobody's Hubie? nobody's booing Hubie. Oh, Hubie, Hubie, Hubie. Nobody's gonna boo Hubie, Hubie Brown, but people are gonna boo Lionel Hollins. And that's the thing. I so mean, if you put them up against each other. I, uh some people didn't like Lionel Hollins. Everybody loves Hubie Brown. I mean, to get but anyway, of, I get your point. They got He's definitely a top two most popular coach. He's most successful coach. Exactly. Then to get rid history. of Zach Randolph if they made that trade, a huge PR nightmare. But only if it doesn't work out 
on the back. It's got to work out. Because the thing with Rudy Gay, they knew it was going to work out. They had the stats. They had the idea. Because uh, you had players on that team that it would work out you know if what? you traded Rudy. And, and, and I today... But trading Zach Randolph, you can't guarantee. Especially the way he's been playing. He's, he's turned been, it back up. He was like 25 up. and 13 last night. Yeah. You know? And so, you know, and, and I remember on this show, I was all against the Rudy Gay trade. Now I'm like, you know what? That was a good move because Toronto got rid of Rudy Gay. And since Toronto's gotten rid of Rudy, they have the second best record in the league. Since they've gotten rid of Rudy Gay. And so, Rudy Gay, he's going to be one of those players that's just going to just going to have one of those careers that he got paid a lot of money, but just never was a good player, never panned out. All right, uh, let's go, let's go quick with some more uh, predictions. Last thing on on the uh, on the Grizzlies because the twenty thirteen was a tough year for Grizzlies injuries. So I'm asking you, who's the next Grizzlies player to get hurt? <laughs> I <don't> predict that. <laughs> Um, the next Grizzlies player to get hurt. Um, you don't have to answer that. One. Uh, yeah, I don't want to. We're gonna, we're gonna switch gears to the Super Bowl. It's around the corner, and the playoffs are underway this weekend. Playoffs. The Memphis Sport uh, Live or, or MSL Fantasy Football uh, League was won by the one and only Benedict Arnold Hogan. Uh, but who's gonna win? The, who's yeah, gonna be no in the Super Bowl this year, Marcus? And who's gonna win? All right, I tell you, I, spoiler alert: Bruno Mars is going to win. The Super Bowl. No, he's not. But uh, it's going to be cold. Bruno Mars is not going to be happy out there. Oh, the cold. weather might win the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, the weather might win the Super Bowl. Um, the weather bowl is what they're already calling it uh, at the Weather Channel. The like, Weather, the weather bowl. Channel is sending. I saw right up the Weather Channel is sending oodles of people up there to cover like the whole week, like tracking the weather before the Super Bowl. That's actually a because they are afraid of a storm coming. And, and, it could and the be known the, as the weather bowl. Like, you know, like last year was the blackout. You know, yeah, it could be the weather bowl. And like, the Northeast has been hit by snowstorms like continual, mm-hmm. just back to back to back. This All winter. they had to do was read the Farmer's Almanac, man, and they would have known. <laughs> and it's and it's the today, like today is like one of the coldest days in in ages. I know. Across the country. And the Farmer's Almanac had it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, John. I, I like how he even gave the farmers talk, and the farmers all in that had it. Who you got? Who you, who you got in the Super Bowl? All right, Super Bowl prediction. It's going to be uh, a, a lot of people have made fun at this, but I'm going to predict obviously the San Francisco 49ers from the Super Bowl for the NFC. But on the AFC side, you let your bias interfere with your no, psychic it's, no, no, it's not bias. It's the 49ers are the most complete team. You think Miss Cleo would allow that to happen? The 49ers are the most complete team in the league right now. But uh, the other team on the AFC side that's going to be in the Super Bowl is going to be Alex Smith going up against his former team, the 49ers versus like the Kansas City Chiefs for the Super Bowl. I like that. I do like that, but I would li- I like that from storyline perspective, but also, of course, Memphians. I'd like to see the Panthers. I think the Panthers are hot. I think the Panthers are hot. Hold on. You think Memphians would rather see D'Angelo than Terry Poe? Uh, th- no, I want. Yeah. No, no, no. You're, you're missing out. I'm saying you ha- it's D'Angelo versus Don Terry Poll in oh. the Memphis State oh. Bowl. Wow. The Memphis State Bowl. The Memphis State Bowl. <laughs> the best running that's, back. That's my prediction. I'm no, I, I know Marcus G. You know the gold club would be out the chain if that happened. <laughs> Will we get invited what? then? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's no. Uh, that's but that's my prediction, but also that's more uh, like your somewhat wishful thinking uh, to see D'Angelo. But the Panthers, if there's ever going to be a chance for D'Angelo to make the Super Bowl, yeah, I think it's this year, right? D- Where it, he's it actually going to be a player in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Of course, that would mean your 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 team not there. Yeah. Uh, 
But that could happen in going against Kansas City. Kansas City has been the team of destiny this whole year. They have. Um, and they've got things going. They're like Auburn. They can keep it going. Uh, I can see Kansas City there. So I'd like to see Kansas City, Carolina. That's also what I'm going to predict because I think both of them um, have a, a great chance to get there. And it'd be two different teams in the Super Bowl. I don't know if the NFL would be too excited about it, but it doesn't matter. Like when you yeah. talk about the Super Bowl, it doesn't Carolina matter. Carolina and Kansas City might be a nightmare for the NFL. Why? Just because I mean, like, well, I mean, well, it's Kansas not a, it's not a sexy matchup. No. But again, at the Super Bowl, I don't think it really matters. People are going to watch know, like, the Super Bowl right. anyway. It's 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 the damn Super Bowl, right? Because when it comes down to the NBA or it comes down to Major League Baseball, uh, you got to have your good matchups for people to watch. But Super Bowl, people going to watch it no matter what. It's but the problem is because the NFL also said if the weather bowl does like go into effect, it becomes a weather like uh, disaster up there or a phenomenon. Um, that they're going to move it off of Sunday, possibly. It may be Super Monday or Super Tuesday. If the weather is so bad on Sunday, they might actually move it off Sunday. Can you imagine on um? Can, can you imagine uh the Wednesday before the Super Bowl when they have media day and it's like a, a downpour of snow and they, they can't have it outside. I mean, think about that. The media day is always normally inside of the stadium. I mean, I mean, there are so many variables that's going to uh, take uh, place when 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 that happens. It's but, cool that they're trying it. I'm getting. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I'm happy. But why couldn't good. they read the almanac and see that just in a couple years <laughs> that it's going to be fine? <laughs> Wait a couple years in the almanac. Well, I mean, if the almanac- I think it's cool that they're trying it, and it's something you could do occasionally. Uh, as a reality show fan, uh, and I've watched every season of Survivor. I thought they needed to do a cold weather season of Survivor. They still haven't done that yet. The Arctic, right? Where they're out in the cold, like the Super Bowl. The NFL is ahead. You know, they're one step ahead. They're doing the cold weather Super Bowl because it could be cool on TV. I would watch a cold weather Survivor. Right? Wouldn't that? It, I don't know. I don't you, watch Survivor. You would but probably I don't prefer care about a bunch of dudes on the beach. You would prefer the. If there's weather, a chance that a bikinis. polar bear jumps out and eats somebody, they're probably never going to do a cold weather survivor but, yeah, because yeah, you can't. Yeah. The girls can't wear a bikini. Exactly, the girls can't wear a bikini. Oh. You know, you were talking about D'Angelo Williams. I just wanted to. I, I was looking at his stats throughout the season. Hey, yeah. by the way, the girls about, aren't attractive on Survivor. They what? The girls are not attractive. Nah, do you see any makeup on that beach? They're, they don't have makeup and they're not. They don't well, shave their well, armpits. Well, you know what they should do. They, they, they don't. But they're they're attractive the, the first few days. They they should get um you know only women from Mississippi State to be on Survivor because women in Mississippi mm-hmm. State don't wear makeup. But yeah, you go to campus, they're all beautiful. I'm just saying they're attractive women from Mississippi State. Yeah, that's they for don't sure. Wear what D'Angelo? The, the interesting thing about D'Angelo, if you look at his stats. He'll have a game where he'll have like seventy odd yards rushing on like fifteen or twenty carries, and he'll have that one run for like fifty or sixty yards, and then the, and it, fumble. Well, not fumble, but it's just crazy how he'll have like just one awesome play, but nothing else the rest of the game, and his numbers will look great. He, but he'll been, have that one big good, play. He's been very good at not looking that bad this exactly. year, exactly, and 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 having some highlights, exactly. Uh, so the props to you. Know, last prediction, really fast. Uh, we're less than a year away from the Liberty Bowl. Who's going to be in the Liberty Bowl next year? Oh, right here on Sports Fifty Six and eighty seven seven FM. The, the, Liberty, the Liberty Bowl matchup next Bowl. year is going to be. It's SEC versus Big Ten, right? Uh-huh. Big 12. Big 12, Big 12. sorry. It's going to be um, Texas A&M representing the SEC. Texas right, A&M. Man, they're going to have a bad year. Yeah. No Johnny football. Taking on Baylor. Man, they're gonna have a bad. I believe year. Baylor. I believe Baylor's gonna lose their head coach. Uh, I believe he's. I believe he's gonna leave. Where's he going? I don't know, but he's he's he going, going to take. Good riddance to Conference USA in that bowl game. Um, <laughs> all right, when we come back. We're playing. Hang up and listen. You can jump in on the phone lines three six zero eighty two fifty five. You're listening to MSL on Sports fifty six and eighty seven seven FM. <laughs> 